0: Moving radio contributor Lindsay Campbell has come up with a brand new reoccurring segment. It's called, Thanks, Telefilm. Now, for those of you that don't know, Lindsay legitimately watches movies professionally. So, every once in a while, she comes across one that was funded by Telefilm, and at the end, she says to herself, Thanks, Telefilm. And the film she'll be taking a look at today is Supergrid. From writer director Lowell Dean. And joining her is Darcy Warrock. Darcy is an Edmonton based advertising creative director and former Metro program and poster designer and X Cup board member. Here's Lindsay Campbell with her first installment of Thanks, Telefilm.
1: had such a bleak view of the future. Here you are fighting to save
0: it. I didn't always have a bleak view of the future. I just didn't want to bring any more life into it. It Doesn't mean the ones here aren't worth saving. And Without you, we wouldn't have survived. No, you fucking wouldn't have. A beautiful day in post-apocalyptic hell the death toll is rising as millions of people fall victim to the black lung
1: first stage is cough <clears throat> then shakes but i guess much worse it's pretty disgusting jesus
0: what is it weapon oh no it's a cure for the lung do you know how many people are dying for this Get me that case! Go! Let's go! We all need to move! Is it a cure? Where is it? Is this thing bulletproof?
1: I don't know. Are you using this car to primarily stop bullets? Going. That's no, okay. Yeah. Did you love <laughs> did you love Supergrid?
0: <laughs> it's, I was just thinking about it like just now. <laughs> and like the things that were wrong with it were all <laughs> avoidable. I know. If whoever was in charge of it just didn't think they were so hot Yeah. Like it's so obvious. Like it's a case of like they were blinded by their own confidence and hubris, I, I think.
1: This is, this is something that I think is a common thread across a lot of these genre pictures that are funded by telefilm, because it seems... Oh,
0: so good. this is going to be so good. Okay, great. Let's move on. Like, I can hear it. I can imagine them, like, sweating the shit out of something that seems important, but absolutely is not, is just overcomplicating.
1: Yes. Yes. I, I think it, I'm trying to remember which one it was. Oh, the recall with the Wesley Snipes was, was uh, one of these thanks telefilm things. About an alien invasion, but they only could afford two alien costumes. So she (laughs) changed her script. I know, so maybe not an alien invasion?
0: Like, Steven Spielberg could only afford one Bruce the Robot Shark. He made it into something good. Like, (laughs) whoever did the lighting did a very good job. The lighting (laughs) crew, like, like, the technical crew was pretty good. I'm curious, again, like I said, why, why did they go handheld so much? on, like, a wide shot of a gas station? Like, was it just because, like, oh, it's not worth putting it on a tripod? (laughs) And stand it on top of a car. Brace it on your buddy's head. Like, come on. Stabilize it in post.
1: (laughs) Before we get ahead of ourselves, can you please tell me what Supergrid is about? No. Like, like, can you give me a brief synopsis? No,
0: no, it's not that I don't want to, or won't. (laughs)
1: Like, how do you explain what this movie is about.
0: <laughs> so, some, I don't know, I maybe I missed one snooper at the beginning, but I'm not about to go back and look. It, so, if for, okay, there's what might be the US and what might be Canada, and maybe part of Canada got sold off for some kind of mining or something? I don't know. <laughs> and, like, it doesn't really matter, but Somewhere there's something called the grid, but that might just be a system of backwoods highways that already exists in southern Saskatchewan. Like no. it's basically, the grid might be a map, and so, there's not any, like basically like a basic tertiary highway map. And I don't know what's super about it. Um, <laughs> and then this guy, some tough people who seem to be a mob or a cop corporation or a mob that has a corporation forces him through some sort of obligation we don't understand to do one more run which means deliver a package or pick up a parcel or just basically be a hotshot courier and at some point in time he did his last one he ended up getting his sister killed so he gets his brother out of retirement quote unquote Actually, he doesn't. He fails at that. His brother just changes his mind after he gets blood on a picture. Um, And apparently there's no more photo technology in whatever state this is. So they drive across a border into a grid that I think is supposed to be Saskatchewan. And (laughs) stop at a reservation that's sick, but it's not a reservation until you have to see a bunch of Indigenous people get shot later. You don't actually see them at all. The truck is powered by a really, some kind of reactor, but sounds like a really titty diesel. So basically, if you want to take it out of the literal, is it's the story of a couple of brothers who drive hotshot courier uh, between southern Saskatchewan's uh, oil fields and mines and the, Umeri- and the U.S., but told as a post-apocalyptic story. Oh, and there's a, some kind of disease that everybody has, and there's no cure.
1: Yeah, I think that is, that is what Supergrid is about. Yeah. But what you're also telling me is that you cannot tell me what the Supergrid is. No. I also cannot say what the Supergrid is at all, but I do remember at one point somebody looked at their watch and said, I can get you on the grid at three o'clock.
0: Yeah, and they kept saying, I, I can get you off the grid.
1: On IMDb for Supergrid, it says, in a future where a plague has infected much of the population, two brothers are tasked with traveling to Canada to retrieve a mysterious package. So yeah, like that's basically what Supergrid is about. It says says a budget was $1.2 million Canadian.
0: That sounds about right.
1: Yeah, now this is a film by someone named Lowell Dean, who is uh, responsible for the Wolf Cop films. I've never seen them, but I've heard... Some really horrible things about them. (laughs) It sound like they're not up my alley, but but so this guy has like made a movie before.
0: Don't get me wrong; like I admire the ambition. I love genre. Mm
1: -hmm. I
0: think it has tons of opportunity. Yeah, to be fun or to be really you know make a statement all the way on the other end of the spectrum. And I admire anybody who goes out and does anything. I know, right? In Canada, where it's hard to do this.
1: If you watch just like the trailer, it looks like pretty polished and not too bad. But of course, that's like whittling this thing, this 80 minutes down to two and a half. You gave me some wonderful notes here. Right away, you say they look like paintballers. So this is referring to like a side gang that's mainly comedic in like their function. I think they were the Jacks because they were short for the Jackals
0: brother of Orphan Blackstar, Titiana Maslani, who is That's the standout right. performance of this film. Like, he yeah, is.
1: Danny's good, though. He's fine. Yeah, he's <laughs> like, fine.
0: he's there. He's, you know, he's well, just trying to be part of something. Good on him.
1: Can, can we talk about the technology? Because you, you aptly mentioned uh, that they have walkie-talkies, but they also have... Phones, a walkie-talkie But basis. they also have phones. But you can specifically call people on a walkie-talkie. <laughs> walkie-talkie.
0: You can focus a walkie-talkie on one person.
1: Yeah, you can just like call the, call a person. Just their garage
0: only. It like it knows
1: them only. So, so I have a like the
0: private, the line. future walkie-talkie system.
1: <laughs> but like, so, but they have the walkie-talkies, but they also have earpieces, right? Yes. And then well, they also can have them, phones. Them,
0: but they talk like they have them.
1: Oh yeah, they today because they just like talk. Yeah, <laughs> it's wonderful. <clears throat> yeah, the technology. Also, of course, this was filmed in Saskatchewan. And so, I mean, everybody obviously knows that Saskatchewan is completely flat. So when they get to the border wall, how far do you think you have to go Whoa. before you can get around the wall?
0: Good point. That's a brilliant point. That is, like, like the border between the U.S. and Canada is the world's longest undefended border. Therefore, it's yeah. a significantly long border, and there's nothing around them like a canyon or a mountain that would make no. it so that the gate becomes... Functional,
1: and then so the, you right. You
0: literally just need to go off camera. Yeah, and, and you can just go around range it. for the guys who have no vehicles. Yeah, and and then you're good. But oh, I just get it now. Okay, okay, okay. So the cargo was being carried by somebody else who was captured by the Jax, and that's why the bad guy who are like their own little renegades, which is why yep. the bad guy from the corporate mob yep. sent these guys to go get it. And then there's a third adversary who becomes an ally, in, the, in that they are the border guards. Not yeah. sure which side they represent, if they're Canadian or not, because yeah,
1: totally unclear. The place
0: where their sick kids are is on the American side, mm-hmm. um, quote unquote. the The
1: other thing about the other thing about the border wall is it's about like what twelve feet high.
0: Well, let's see. Uh, based on the graffiti, like two large pegs high is what it was. Yeah,
1: and then like. Only one crossing with, like, a couple of, like, Saskatchewan pirate guys.
0: And one wooden traffic barricade. Oh, there was a shot of a drone shot from a drone, but I think the drone we saw was a CGI drone.
1: Oh, (laughs) they used the real drone to get an aerial shot. And And then then they CGI'd in the other drone right because we don't under we don't we don't really know who belong who the second drone the the larger meta drone <laughs> belongs to do we it's the eye of god the eye of god well of course well i mean like obviously
0: yeah and i wonder if you could actually just build a drone and attach it to the drone so that <laughs> you know it looks like there's a drone under the drone like instead of adding it in post just, the, i wonder if that better you did want to talk about the bad guy's office I big empty white space in a warehouse seems like it, you know sort of tried to imply that it's like underground fortress or something somewhere like like uh, day of the dead and it's Supposed to be decorated with like the things that they've looted.
1: Yeah, like fancy things.
0: Yeah, there's like a a framed gold frame painting on an easel, on a brass easel, like behind him, you know, (laughs) up on the wall, like displayed that way. Yeah. But like one of the things that stood out for me was like a ten-inch Venus de Milo. That's what did you what did you loot? Like the brick in 1985?
1: (laughs) I know. It's just small. It's clearly just like oh, my mom has one of those. We'll borrow her She's got a fancy lamp. But yeah, it's like supposed to be fancy things.
0: Which, which prompts me to think that uh, the writers of this film uh, see, see Batman through the lens of a stepdad. Or a
1: <laughs> <talking> <laughs> yeah, well, this, this one was a real thanks, Telefilm. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I coined that phrase, thanks, Telefilm, after the Recall, the Wesley Snipes thing. There's, I mean, there's plenty of so good, good, good Canadian films. Like, there are really good Canadian films. The Century is incredible. But they tend to be, yeah. Yes. So they're either like stylized in such a way that gets around the budgetary restraints in a very innovative and weird, quirky Canadian way, which is good, you know, or like a nice quiet little road movie with like more, no more than five people in it. Like keep it small. Don't go genre. Like just keep it. The minute you start to go genre, you get into trouble. That's kind of like, did they really think that we would just be like, oh, it's okay. Oh, I'm that didn't make sense, but it's okay. Or, oh, yeah, they didn't have that special effect, but I guess cool. I'll forgive it because it's just so genius. And this, yeah. is, this is a problem with the genre stuff.
0: If you think about the meaningful parts and push for those, get past yourself to see these things. Exactly. The, you know, like The reason that you kind of want to see these people who are pulling it off, who are making it, Take those little extra steps that, you know, make it plausible, make it not laughable. Those are the things that keep them from getting bigger audiences, from getting better word of mouth. Right. Making that public funding pay off. I mean, it's jobs, it it develops skills, it is trades. Yeah, sure. But... It's so much easier to justify if people like it and are watching it and it's succeeding and the little things that can push to success aren't that inattainable.